Welcome to Concafe for Tuesday, August 17th, year of our Lord 2021. We're looking at Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 20 in the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Interesting passage, one you've probably heard before, or read before, or heard preached on before. And it's called Armed for Life's Battles. I pray it bring a blessing to you and to all who listen, and a blessing to me as well, that God may use us, strengthen us, and protect us. So here now, dear friends, the Word of God, chapter 6, beginning with verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand therefore, and fasten the belt of truth around your waist, and put on the breastplate of righteousness. As shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the flaming darts of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times, in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. Pray also for me, so that when I speak, a message may be given to me, to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it boldly, as I must speak. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say thanks be to God. Well, a happy Tuesday to you, Concafe family, and you, dear listener. May God bless your life with rich and wonderful blessings. Pray for one another and pray for yourselves. Pray for this world. Pray for the needs that we have as, as a community, as a state, as a nation. And I pray that in all things, we would all glorify God. Well, the greatest example of the right equipment for battle is a comical one. I'm referring to an, a passage that we studied not too long ago. When the child king-to-be, David, he had already been anointed but not yet king, he accepted the challenge from the giant Goliath. Remember, the boy David was sent out by his father to check on his brother, took, took him some... Uh, care packages from home so that the brothers would be nourished and ready for battle. And David, to his credit, was prepared to fight the giant without any armor, but King Saul insisted that it would be necessary. And to see the boy in the king's armor was funny. You have to imagine, here's an extra-large helmet, breastplate, sword, etc., on, at best, a medium-sized boy. Saul's thinking was from his years as a warrior the years he had had in war. He knew and saw what an unarmed soldier would go through, and that was usually a painful death. So the developers of armor for the times it was invented knew what purpose each piece served, and that was to protect and keep safe. Years later, as the Apostle Paul sat under house arrest and under Roman guard, he noticed the armor that the Roman house guard was, was wearing, 
and was thus inspired by God to use that as an example for every Christian believer. Paul knew from personal experience the personal challenges that came his way, and as he traveled when he was free from church to church, he heard about those difficulties and obstacles the believer was facing. But Paul also knew the strength of the Lord and how he himself had been blessed with that strength. Then Paul begins his analogy of the armor of his Roman guard with the strength the Lord offers to you and to me. First, the truth. In this passage, we find it in verse 12. And Paul writes, For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Dear friends, when we become believers, the alarm goes off in the dark places and alerts the enemy of our now being on God's team. And the enemy will stop at nothing to get us back. And unless we are clothed right, protected right, and ready for battle, the battle might already be over. And the scoreboard will say, devil one, Christian, nothing. Paul then goes on to say, let's arm ourselves with what God offers so that we can defeat that old devil. And he outlines the armor that will not only protect us, but will defeat the enemy. His command is an adamant one. He really is serious about what he has seen, what he has heard, what he has experienced. So he wants believers to stand firm and emphasis on standing. In other words, if you believe in God, then stand for God and don't hide or try to hide uh, about who you are and, and whom you believe. As believers, we should take pride that we are indeed believers and that we belong to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we should stand as an example to others. Paul begins with the belt of truth around your waist. The ancient version spoke of our loins being girded, and I should note the order of these items are in the order in which the soldier put them on. You can almost see the evangelist Paul talking to the soldier because he had an act and that was his way of, of truly being the effective evangelist because he could communicate with all people. He would talk with all people. And so as he's getting to know the soldier better, he probably asked, tell me about your, your armor and how do you put it on? What, what's the order? And so the soldier explains it. And it was common knowledge that, you know, the belt was first because it was also the belt that held the other, held the other items in place. And the older version speaks of the honesty and righteousness with which one approaches the most vulnerable areas of the body. Without going further into detail, think back again to David this time when he was a little older and his life and his sin or error in regards to another man's wife. Cover that most vulnerable area with honesty. We get to the second item that the soldier would put on and that was the breastplate of righteousness. It's what protects the heart and other vital organs. You can almost see the picture, and I put, put a picture for those looking at it and reading as you hear this narration. It's there. It's what covers basically your torso or the front of your torso. Our emotions, our feelings, we are vulnerable creatures. And this breastplate of righteousness is that which protects and covers those feelings and emotions, our love. 
And so you cover your heart and you cover your breath with righteousness, meaning we seek to do what pleases God in all things. And we seek to do the right thing every time, every day in our dealings with other people, other believers. We then go to the shoes. And so Paul says, wear that which allows you to share the gospel of peace. In other words, though you're dressed for battle, and even though this Roman officer that was guarding Paul was dressed for war, he was also there to keep the peace. And the Pax Romana, the Roman peace, was something Rome was known for for many years because they truly wanted to control and keep enemies at bay and even within the empire to keep peace as best they could. And so Paul says the shoes should be those which allow you to take the gospel of peace everywhere you go. And take not only the gospel of peace, take the gospel of love and the gospel of hope with those who especially need to hear it. Then that other part that goes over one of your arms, if you're right-handed, and goes over your left arm called the shield. The shield was that which you protect all of you from the flaming arrows of the evil one. You could maneuver and hide behind the shield, and the shield was there so that you could protect the vulnerable areas of your body by ducking and hiding behind the shield and making sure the flaming arrows of the evil one did not damage you or hurt you. It meant that the shield should be faith, which counters what the devil hits us with. If the devil says, be down, faith says, be up. If the flaming arrow says you're lost, faith says, no, you're not lost. You're on the right path. Whatever the devil sends, use that shield of faith to counter that, to show the opposite of what the devil would have us believe. And then to protect your thoughts and mind, put on a helmet of salvation. As you're putting on that helmet, know that you belong to God. That says, I belong to God. I'm in the right relationship with God. This is the best relationship of my life. Jesus has saved me. I am saved from all sin. I'm saved to a life of abundance, and I will not be deviated from it. And then he talks about the sword. And the sword, he says, is the word of God. This is our scripture. This is the offensive weapon. This is the one which allows us to advance and to cause harm to the enemy. The others serve more as more kind of defensive weapons and armor pieces. But this one allows us to attack against the enemy. The word of God contains the truth and it contains the life that we need. So we use the word of God as the sword. Then Paul is wrapping it up and he says we should cover everything, every part of us, every part of our life with prayer and supplication. Prayer is a protection and wisdom in the direction that we need to move forward towards God. And he said we should pray in the Spirit all the time that we pray. In other words, not only listen, but be guided by the Spirit as we pray. Paul also says we should stay alert and never stop from being the ones who pray for one another and pray for other believers. And Paul concludes by asking that the readers of his day pray for him and the work that he does. Also to pray for the end that Paul was aware would be coming and Paul asked that he would be given the message with which to defend himself if people would but pray for him. Friends, nothing in life can defeat a person fully dressed in the armor of God. 
I'll say that again. Nothing in life can defeat a person fully dressed in the armor of God, for they will have all that they need to defend the enemy and win others for the kingdom. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, empower us with the wisdom to seek and to put on all that will bless us with your armor. We want to be strong. We want to be wise and ever vigilant for all we can do to win the world for you and for Jesus. We can indeed win the battles we face if we would but trust you and dress in how Paul said we can dress. And we pray in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Dear friend, thank you so much for listening, for being a part of this devotional. I pray that you have found some answers for your life. And I would pray that indeed you would be an armored warrior for for Jesus and that you would have a great and blessed day in the Lord. My prayer is that you would show the joy of hope that we all have in Jesus with someone today. That's your assignment. So receive my blessings of joy and peace. I'm Pastor Edadio Valverde. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.